959 Breakfast on Kaya 959. So, with it being a Monday, as I'm sure you can imagine, there's always something that happens over the weekend that leads us to... First thing first. On 959 Breakfast. Hashtag 959 Breakfast. Yesterday, there was audio that seemingly leaked from former minister Natsin Tleko. And he said a couple of things. It was a 16-minute recording. Uh, but one of the things that he touched on was the following. People must have a voice, which is true. People must have a voice. Democratic system is about the people's voice. People must have a voice not only at the, poly- at the point of a polling station. There must be a continuous system that ensures the voice of the people. Now, I once asked you this question. Ngati, sincerely, who can stand here and say people are governing in South Africa? Because that's not true. It's something else that governs the South Africa, but not people. People do not have a final say. So the final say in the South African system is in our courts. You have 11 lawyers that decide the fate of the country. Now, how can that be democratic? How can that be said to be people governing? We have laws that have been written by judges in this country and not by the people and not by the representatives of people. And yet, whenever we go to elections, no judge, no lawyer gets elected. By the way, judges are merely nothing else except lawyers. So that's one of the things that he said. And I know you may be thinking, ah, but you were literally in cabinet at some point, a minister yourself. Uh, why is it that you didn't voice any of these opinions? Because he made some very valid points. And I've got to say, the way he spoke, he sounded very lucid, and there was clarity of thought. And this is what he had to say about the people who are within the ANC, who perhaps know better, but don't speak up. You know, there's a song by Phil Collins, these things that are left unsaid. I think many of us in the ANC have reached that point. When we have to deal with the actual political life and outlook and social outlook of the ANC. The best thing that you find comrades doing, I think myself included, I'm also to blame for that, is to just simply keep quiet. Because the circumstance is such that instead of comrades being able to interact and evaluate the actual issues that a comrade would be raising now, but you find that instead of disagreeing with the actual content of the issues, the whole thing that I'm quick at doing is, uh, by the way, uh, who is he? Umuntu Gabani. And stuff like that. So, Lodo, he had discouraged and comrades. Moba, he has you see now this is disconcerting in a lot of ways because as he previously mentioned we as citizens only get to voice our opinions when you go to the polls we then I suppose lend our power to those that are elected and we hope that they will go out there and execute according to our wishes mm-hmm. If they themselves find themselves in a position where they are not able to voice their opinions, much less act, then we are rendered powerless as well. Leading up to the elections, which the deputy president has kind of revealed will be on the 22nd of May. (laughs) (laughs) We heard that. Yeah. He mentioned the 24th, but that's a Friday. The elections has to be on a Wednesday. So maybe he meant the day the votes will be tallied. But again, we know 
Also, Ulokus Rob Herzog had also said who 22nd of May would be it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to what we're discussing now, uh, leading up to those elections and having heard this, and I'm sure you've wondered yourself why it is that the people that are within the governing party or even opposition parties don't speak up. How does this make you feel? Fundo, we'll start with you. All right. For me, I think his voice note was very multi-layered. There are certain aspects I agree with and others I don't. I'll start with his last point on the ANC possibly suppressing dissenting voices or alienating the intellectuals, the Joel Netichenzes, all of those people. Mm. It's a long-standing accusation that a number of intellectuals have been alienated uh, within the African National Congress. So we'll park it there. I won't necessarily give my views, but I think generally society would be the ones to gauge that mm. a number of the intellectuals have probably taken a back seat, the Paolo mm. Jordans, etc. Then we get to the role of the judges. I found this quite controversial, saying that the judges are the ones who decide. But South Africa's democracy is founded on the supremacy of the Constitution mm-hmm. and the rule of law. That is chapter one mm-hmm. of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And they, as political parties, were part of writing and adopting this very Constitution. Now, if you go to chapter eight of what they agreed to, it takes us through exactly what the role of the courts and the administ- administration of justice really entails. So for him to be stating that the courts today decide and not the people, It starts with the Constitution, which has empowered the courts to be the ones that decide what must happen. And beyond that, judges develop the law. You've got legislatures sitting in Parliament. Those are our lawmakers. But then when it gets to the courts, they interpret the law. And then they have precedent-setting judgments, Mm. which then means the law is developed from that point on. Mm. It's all in the Constitution that I brought today. (laughs) Well, so he does have a point in saying what he said because for example when they sat down and they wrote the constitution the constitution when you look at it in isolation is a very good constitution Mm -hmm. probably the best in the world Mm -hmm. the problem with our country is that there was no reform before the constitution was then adopted in 1996 and one example that i always like to make in poise let's say for example you're playing a game and the one team has been cheating Mm -hmm. All along, and the score is now 17 nil, right? It's not enough to call out the cheats at halftime and then go, from this point onwards, we're going to officiate properly. Mm-hmm. Because you still got the lead of 17 nil that you need to do away with. Mm-hmm. So even though now the, the official that you will have in the second half may be doing things properly, if you have not got any reform, still that's not what you need in South Africa and that's not the equity that we require. I agree completely with you but at the same time I think for me what has always been problematic uh, when it comes to how things are governed in this country especially legislatively Mm -hmm. is that we find too many matters finding themselves in the court system. For instance now we have the issue of the cater deployment. Why can't you just Give it out. Why must everything go to the courts? Do you get what I mean? But coming back to the issue of um, people who are not allowed to speak up, that's another bone of contention. And I agree completely with him because how else do you grow if you never have robust conversation within the organization? How else do you find your blind spots and try and navigate those and become better at governing if people are not allowed to give their opinions, if people are not allowed to, to have proper discourse within the ruling party? 
So Julia Joseph is here with us. Saul celebrated his birthday over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, he's not at work today. He just He's on leave. Juliet, this thing actually is more than just a political issue. Very often, I don't know if you've seen, even on Twitter, for example, if you go out and you opine on something, mm. people may just say, Julia Joseph, stick to traffic, please. Yes. <laughs> Politics true. is not your thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or you go out and you say something, they'll be like, what do you know? Your dad was a doctor. You grew up privileged. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So we ourselves are also guilty of, mm. I guess, not taking people's opinions with the seriousness that they deserve. That's true. I agree with you. And for me, with this topic, I feel like uh, the judiciary is very necessary because, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So handing the, the power back to the people, it's never distributed equally in such a sense where one person is always the actual, you know, person that has the power. So I feel like still it has to go back to the judiciary, the deciders. And then in, in, in return to that, we hold them accountable. Yeah, and that's really the idea between the three spheres mm. of government. Mm-hmm. Uh, that accountability will get distributed uh, between, I suppose, mm. the lawmakers, the executive, yeah. and the judiciary. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it works, well, you can tell us. But give us a shout and let us know, based on the things that Nazi Tleko has raised, former minister, do you feel like the country is going in the right direction? You will also, if you read between the lines, you'll start to notice that this is a message that MK has been pushing, right? Uh, yeah. And so, I don't know if <laughs> this is planned, but me, and knowing how things operate in KZN, I'll tell you this is not a coincidence. Hey, welcome. I, I sort of agree no, no former minister in regards with the South African law. The South African law system, it is easily abused. Look at the case please call me. It's been almost 20 years I got solved. I'm a appeal after appeal, appeal after appeal. Then when you look at Futinelundu's immigration law, it is abused left, right, and send. So we really need to find a way to see long as justice system is and even I'm a timeline, I should solve my case I call. Because it can't be with the case title for my 20 years. Look at the it's almost 10 years much. Um, I do agree with we, we, we tend to, to take time in solving and resolving these issues. Well, when it comes we issue a, the political party ANC, it is them, the, the National Executive Committee, who are divided. And now, simply because of its numbers games, what, what rules its, its numbers, not intellectuals. So unfortunately, in Jalo. Mm. No, that's 100% correct. And even access to a law is costly. We did a show about this when I was still on car drive. Natin Tleko has had a lot to say over the last, let's call it, month and a half. First, he spoke about the current SG of the ANC. And then last night, a voice note of his came through. Or rather, this is called a recording. And he had a lot more to say about the state of the country. We played some excerpts. What are your views? I mean, partly, I think Uguti as a country, as a people, because honestly, how do you and then next thing you know, I'll check I'll pay I'll phone I'll WhatsApp like, ganja. understand? So, to a certain degree, it seems like I'm a rate to a 110% and nobody's saying anything. It's too little and just come see. I mean, I, sometimes I can't but it's a 
Alas ngati laika ya velexi spele lenge sugar ni ngama wata sugar. Oyaze unchanga ubabunteko ukunmitle ni sola maeti vele unabantu Tanzania elpetiswe. So against freedom charter lapo iti people shall govern. Ene nzogwanza la jumzere dosiswe ni Friday e branchi ni amila e prakpani niyenga kuluma hati age kulunya galenda bagati niko akona. Yes, I'm a comrade. No, no, no. Um, we can't go there. We need to campaign. We mustn't campaign and sing. I mean, what are you campaigning exactly? Because you guys can see what this guy is telling us the history of the country from 94 up until now. What did he do? I mean, I'm afraid to tell you something. Yeah, I know. But still, I said, I'm a branch meeting. <laughs> having a discussion about Natsin Tleko and what he says about the current state of the country pertaining to the ANC. Basically, all the dissenting views in the ANC get suppressed now and he feels like when you bring up an argument, people don't discuss the argument based on merit. They discuss the argument based on who it came from, which is a big problem everywhere. That is how we wrap up the first hour of the show. But I guess maybe to wrap up the discussion we're having, specifically about politics and how things used to be discussed back in the day. I mean, if you look back to the guys who formed political parties in the 70s and the 80s, they always wanted to get the best brains around themselves and then they discuss ideas until they exhausted pretty much every possible outcome. And then based on that, they then take a decisive way forward uh, based on democratic centralism and then all move ahead feeling this is the best way. Things don't work like that anymore. Even within society, we just don't have the patience to hear anybody else out. And maybe it's time we wonder and look internally as to why things are like that. 959 Breakfast, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on Kaya 959.